So, of course, this show is Bringing It Black. My name is Mary Manderfield, and I'm looking after you for two hours, taking you through some of the big stories that have been happening this week and collaborating with, reflecting on, and talking about all the good stuff that is happening in different black communities. We try and keep it positive. We try and keep it upbeat. We try and keep it juicy and uh, let you guys join in and have your say as well. Westside. We're going to have a guest very, very shortly who is talking about their brand new YouTube show. But before that, let's hear a little bit of the trailer. Westside. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. Alvin, and I'm hosting a brand new show called Top 5 Replies where I highlight the best five YouTube comments from the latest episode of Julie's Top 5. The best five comments from Julie's Top 5 in five minutes. We'll dive into each and every episode and see what you, the people, had to say. We want to know your thoughts, your feelings, your highlights, all your emotions, and how you feel about Julie manipulating the guests into getting her own way yet again. Westside. That is it, exactly. If you've not seen Julie's Top 5, then where have you been? Come on, you know it is like one of the biggest shows on YouTube if you care about your music and more importantly, rating your music. And yeah, a brand new season is out and with that comes a brand new show and season completely hosted by Mr. Alvin. He's going to be telling us all about it right here on Bringing It Black. We'll be joined by him in one second. So right here, right now, we are joined by a special guest who's going to tell us all about what's going on with Don't Trust the Internet from top five to top five replies. <laughs> Mr. Alvin, how are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You, you sound like you're out. Where are you? <laughs> I am. But, um... He's multitasking. <laughs> so basically, my friend um, invited me to Annie's performance. Yeah. So I'm currently and at the one eighty seven. Oh, bless you! And you weren't but, like you weren't going to cancel on me. You're like, no, I'm committed to to coming on the show. No way, Imp- impossible. I rate that, you know. And before my show, we have um, DJ Swoosh, and I mentioned you were coming on, and he was like, Mr. Alvin's the best actor ever. He's sick. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Yeah, he came to see you in the show. So, yeah, that was nice. Anyway, we're here to talk about Julie's top five and, more importantly, top five replies. That's why I reached out to you because as soon as I saw this yeah. little trailer, I was like, yeah, this man's got energy and I'm intrigued. Fully intrigued. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm ready to talk about it, actually. Okay, so for people who aren't familiar with Julie's top five, like, give us a little run through. Cool. Yeah, so Julie's Top 5 um, is a brand new show on Don't Trust the Internet. Internet. I don't know why I said internet. Ignore that. Um, and yeah, it's basically where I go through the comments of each episode that Julie does. Um, because I just thought it was fun to kind of get um, the audience's perspective. Yeah. And I feel like audiences always have the amazing comments. I watched Julie's show, um, Julie's Top 5, and I'm like, yo, how can they put that in it? How can they not put that in it? Um, and I feel like everyone else has that at home as well. Yeah. And obviously people comment. So I was like, do you know what? If we had a section where people just read out the comments or I can be the people's voice, mm-hmm. it would be kind of dope. I like it a lot because it the show in general, like Julie's show, 
does divide people, right? So she runs through, it used to kind of be album by album, but now it's like artist by artist and gets different guests yes. to choose their top five tunes ever. So in this new season, we've got Mariah Carey, uh, we've got Wizkid, we've got Skepta, and people yeah. get passionate because these artists to them as like they're, they're babies, like it's everything um so i do like that you're like yeah let me pull out the best comments and just run through it in under five minutes um for the latest season she had a live audience which made things even more like you know there was energy yep. people were really bringing like vim because the crowd was either cheering or booing um were you in the audience for any of the live shows i wasn't do you know what? Can I yeah. can I share something? You should count your lucky stars because I went to the recording for um, the Wizkid one and the Skepta one and I caught COVID. Oh, no. So count yourself lucky, honestly. You caught, from the show? Yes. We all got oh, pinged. Sorry, man. And the next day, it was like everyone, like, man down, man down, man down. Man <laughs> But you know what? It was it was it was winter. It was just spreading around, so I can't put the blame on anyone. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Um, so obviously, the for the show, you pick out five of the replies, five of the comments, um, to kind of explore. How do you go through those YouTube comments and pick out like the best ones or the funniest ones? Alright, so that's that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Um, and luckily, I've got an amazing, um, amazing producer called Sam. Mm hmm. Um, who also helps me. So um, he goes through the comments, I go through the comments, and we just kind of find ones that are, like, interesting in retrospective to the show. Yeah. My favourite was so WAV, will... WAV Files. WAV Files. Oh, listen, you see WAV Files? <laughs> it's, it's so crazy, because obviously, with um, that whole episode, yeah, I realised, like, wow, Jamie has got so much character. He's got energy. And obviously, when you have two siblings talking about another sibling, yeah, of course, you're always going to get the in-depth of, like, the, as you can tell, the wild files. Yeah. So for context, Jamie was a guest on the Skepta yeah. episode. So Julie's hosting. Jamie's a guest. He had Logan Summer as well. But he was saying, yeah. look, this isn't a Spotify thing. This is not a streaming thing. He's like, I have got these tunes just on my hard drive, on my computer. On my hard drive. I just have them. It's web files. It's not a streaming thing. But it, they fully, like, just got into it. Because no, Julie's there, like, yeah, I'm in the same position. Like, we're both big fans. <laughs> Literally, yeah, man. And I think it was beautiful to see because it kind of reminds you that, like, um, even though Skepta and Julie and Jamie like, are celebs to a lot of people, yeah. they're actually just not, like, they're family. Yeah. And it's like they they brought that family dynamic dynamic on um on screen. Yeah, I love it. So, and yeah. do you know I love the I love the Mariah Carey um episode as well. It was like a bit different and we had Kevin um, Morowski and Maya Jammer on there. Yes. Kevin the Virgo. Oh Kevin bless is my go. He's the best. He's yeah. been on this show as well and I just like I want him to be my best friend, but haven't worked out how to ask him yeah. that yet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Listen, I promise you, yeah. You could probably just ask him. Yeah. And he would have it. <laughs> I, do. I need to just Literally. be a bit more forward. Um, but <laughs> obviously, a lot of the comments were like, yeah, Maya Jammer, we need to get the auto tune on. 
How do you draw the line to make sure you're not, you know, it's not focusing on the negatives, it's focusing on the funny. But how do you make sure everyone's feelings are kept intact? Um, I think it's just a thing where it's like, I think, it's, luckily, my job is someone who can actually accept the truth. Yeah. And I think my job knows she can't sing. <laughs> I think that's why so she's not perceived that yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for her, it was like, it's like, it's just the line where it's like, um, you know, uh, we know this is the truth. Yeah. And the comment in itself is funny because we're all thinking the same thing. <laughs> if we just put so, a little, a little water tune, maybe we could get something from that. <laughs> Do you get it? Do you get it? So, um, I think there's a, there's a nice like line between obviously stating the truth and then kind of giving that grace where it's like, but well, she's out here singing regardless. So <laughs> she's the one who's up her? on the stage. Nobody. She's the one who's deciding yeah. her top five. So mm, exactly. exactly, you can all sit down. I love it so much. So I want to know from you. We've you know on yeah. top five before we've had like amazing artists. We've had um, like Burner Boy. We found out the top five from that. We've had Scissor albums. We've had Amy Winehouse, um, Jay Huss, Destiny's Child. But who would be yeah, your so dream many. artist um, for Julie to like go through the top five? Do you know what's so crazy? Because I feel like my dream artist just dropped. Okay. Which is obviously Wizkid. Okay, yeah. Because um, that's all. But when I really think about it... Yeah. If she doesn't put a paper one... Okay. I might go crazy. Okay. I want to see yeah. you on the panel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, I'll have to be on the panel for the, for the put a paper one. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's non-negotiable. That's it, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that's yeah. non-negotiable, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I should have been on the panel for the Wizkid one, that, but we, I'm not going to discuss that right now. That was intense, yeah. though. That was extremely yeah, intense. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, it. Very, okay. very intense. Put a paper. I'll keep my eye out for that because I want to hear your, your thoughts and I want to see how hard you go for your artist as well. And whether it's a wow wow situation, whether it's a walking on your knees situation, I'm sure you'll bring some vim. Um, I'm going to rewind back to Mariah Carey because I might have a tune lined up for you. I said if you're going to choose like a number one song from one of the artists, who would it be? Oh, uh, yeah. So feel free to introduce your Mariah Carey top track for us, Mr. Alvin. All right. Guys, see this Mariah track here? See this. Personally, it should have been number one. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into, straight into it. We'll get straight this into it. This one here is Mariah Carey with Heartbreaker. Jay-Z. Love this. Enjoy your night. Enjoy any, and thanks for coming on the show. Bringing it back. All right, let's go. Bringing it back. We have Mariah Heartbreaker featuring Jay Z and Kanichiwa Skepta here. On Bringing It Black, you're listening to Westside, but you already knew that. Love, 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 Mr. Alvin, who you just heard, joined us from an any gig. <laughs> that is dedication. Like, the man could have just texted me and said, babes, I'm busy. No, no, he's at an any gig and he's still called into the show. Guys, this is the commitment we love from our guests. And uh, yeah, lovely hearing about his brand new show. I didn't actually mention, maybe I did. It's on YouTube. It's called Top 5 Replies. So you go ahead and watch the latest Julie's Top 5 episode and then straight after you watch Top 5 Replies with Mr. Alvin. Easy peasy, that is your evening sorted, of course, when you're not listening to this show. 
I'm not saying you replace one for the other. I'm saying you do them both. You fit them both into your life. It's it's just good like that. Okay, the next thing that I want to talk about this evening is something that I feel like I just could not escape this week. You know, sometimes you feel like you get absolute overload from like one person or one group. You're like, I've seen you this week more than I've seen my family. I've heard about you this week more than I've heard about like projects that I'm doing at work. It genuinely is just a lot. Maybe it's just me. I don't know, guys. N dubs news. That's what I'm talking about. N dubs news. Talisa, Dappy, and Phaser. They're back. They're back. That like that's it. <sighs> Sometimes I want to have more of an opinion on something, but this is kind of it. But then I say that and then I'll go into like a long, long, long chat about it. So N-dubs, you know who they are. I don't have to patronise you. But kind of got to remind you, these guys haven't performed together in 11 years. They split in 2011. Which, to me, is surprising. I didn't think it had been that long. If you'd asked me, I probably would have said five. Like, I would have said, like, 2017, 2018. I don't know. But, yeah, it's been 11 years. And, of course, they're back for a tour. Yeah, that's what they were announcing. They are doing a tour from November 7th through to November 28th. And they're going all around the UK. Tickets are out. I believe they've... mm, I mean, I don't know if they've sold out. I think they've sold out. A lot of people are enraged. They're disgusted. They can't believe it. They haven't got tickets. And is it Gen Z and the younger generation that are buying tickets, but they don't deserve tickets because our generation deserves tickets? I don't know. I don't know. They also have a new song out called Charmer. Uh, People saying it's instantly recognisable as an end-up song. Their storytelling, their raps, their slick rhymes, sassy vocals from Talisa. They've got it all. Whether or not the tune bangs, like, let's leave it up to you. Also, a little support artist. Come through Wes Nelson, former Love Island star. He is the support act on the tour. Again, I try and have an opinion, but sometimes I don't. And maybe that's okay, Mary. You don't have to have an opinion on everything. The thing I just wanted to revisit, the thing that I just wanted to circle back to, imagine I was your boss, right? I'd be like, can we just circle back? What happened to the outrage against a certain member of N-Dubs? Actually, multiple members of N-Dubs. But we're going to focus on one today because I'm lazy and that's the one that I want to focus on. And it's the one that I've spoken about before and I think for the girlies, the girlies, the girlies be knowing, the girlies be talking about it. Talisa, okay? And I don't want to do hatred. I don't want to do bullying. I don't want to be mean. 
I don't, you know, it's not in my nature to be mean for no reason. But I just want to remind everyone of what we were talking about in summer 2020. Because a certain X Factor contestant came forward to tell her story. Her name is Misha B. And if you ever forget, Misha B, the B is for believe. I mean, at the time, we may have made fun of that. But hey, we're here now. She kind of disappeared from the limelight for a while. I can't lie to you. But she came back and was talking openly and talking publicly in summer 2020 because she had something to say. So 2011, this is the year we're talking about. It was a big year. End up, so that was the last time they performed together. But it was also the year that Misha B was on The X Factor. We knew her because she would rap and she would sing. And people at the time were like amazed by it. They were like, oh my God, like next Nicki Minaj. We loved it. She was amazing. And her vocals were actually like on point. But it wasn't all easy breezy, especially going on a show like X Factor. And she made no secret of the fact that she thinks a lot of it was harder because she was a black girl who was opinionated. She knew what she wanted. She was very firm in what she wanted to do and what she wanted to achieve. And rightly so, because she was so talented. Also, if you're not that talented, you're still allowed to be opinionated. Like, come on, Mary. She ended up finishing fourth on the show. She released a song called Home Run. It did all right. It went to number 11 in the charts. But while she was on the show, she had a bit of a hard time. That's actually an understatement, because when she spoke about it, she said she had a really hard time. Now, one of the reasons for that was because Talisa, who was representing and coaching uh, the bands, right? So Misha B was looked after by one judge, but then Talisa was a judge on the show on X Factor and she was looking after the bands. And that year, she was looking after Little Mix. We know Little Mix went on to win and they did really well. But there was a time on the show that during a live show that Talisa accused Misha B of bullying Little Mix. Now, this is something she, like, denied and said she didn't understand, that's not what she did, and maybe there had been conversations and misunderstandings, but, you know, she was never a bully. But, of course, the press, the public, held on to that comment from Talisa and ran with it. Instead of saying Misha B, B is for believe, it turned in Misha B and the B is for bully. It got so bad uh, to the point where Misha B actually one night just ran, ran out from the X Factor house where they all lived and ran with this intent of just not coming back. Whether she didn't want to be here anymore She just wanted to run home. She just wanted to be away from that place and away from all the headlines and the stories. She just wanted to get out of there. Now, this is something that stuck with her for years. And she said, you know, it was a big reason why she didn't break through into the mainstream with her music. 
you know, unlike other artists who did less well in the competition and didn't have as good a voice, weren't as talented. But, you know, they could still make a career. Look at Jedward. They're still banging about. And plenty of other contestants as well. But, you know, Misha B said this was giving her anxiety and she went into a depression and the way the public were treating her just all off the back of, you know, Talisa being almost a figure of authority on that show. And a trusted voice. Talisa then went on, like, when this all kind of came out in 2020, Talisa was defensive and said, you know, how could she be racist because her dad lived in Congo? We really did not know what to do with this information. Like, it was very random. It came from nowhere. And it just didn't ever see... Unless it happened behind closed doors, it didn't even seem like there was a resolution or an end to this kind of saga and how Misha B had been hidden away for so many years, not releasing music, not doing her thing, not even being that public on social media. Whereas Talisa could carry on presenting on TV and having brand deals and just generally bouncing around. And I think it's one of those things that maybe even something like an N-Dubs reunion could have been in the plans, could have been in the works for sooner on. But we had to wait for some kind of damage control and some brand reputation because Talisa's name had been dragged through the mud a little bit and you know we don't know how much is true what's true who said what and whatever but we all saw how it played out on tv and how misha b who was so young at the time i think she was 19 when she was on the show was just completely like vilified because of one comment which then spread on to the other judges and louis was saying it and it was like how on earth we like to think that reality shows have changed since then competition shows like x factor and that they're doing more to protect contestants especially black contestants especially black young women who are extremely vulnerable when the press decides to just leap onto them but i think the truth is we just don't consume tv in that same way anymore x factor was huge at the height of its popularity which was around 2011 2012 2013 it's not like that anymore. Yeah, we tune into shows like Love Island, but the rest of the time, you know, we've got Kardashians, we've got Hulu, we've got Amazon, we've got Netflix, we've got YouTube, and we've got everything else, which comes with its own different set of people piling in, but also comes with its own set of safeguarding. So I will be interested to see if anyone kind of reflects or stops to think about whether they're fangirling over endobs and how exciting it is that they're back and it's nostalgic and they get to relive their youth also just having a bit of sense and being like sometimes artists they don't they're not just doing a comeback for your sake because it makes you like think of your teenagers like you gotta get to a point where you think "Mm, be good to make some money like let's not put that past anyone good for people like jls okay come back and do a whole big arena tour don't think at the end of the day they're not going home with a bit of extra money to see them through and to like add to their income so i don't know i'm just intrigued that no one's really bought it up but i do understand we move past these things. All I can say is that I hope Misha B is doing well. She honestly deserves the world. She seems like such a lovely person uh, who went through a really rough time at the hands of the big machine that is basically Simon Cowell running TV shows. Um, she's a joy to follow on social media, to be honest, because she's just always smiley and 
she's got nice outfits and nice makeup and she goes on nice holidays to be honest that's why i follow that's why I, that's where i get my content from anyway let's play a track from the girl and see what kind of develops from this n dubs story if anything west side 